Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Let me get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road has protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Um, okay, let, let's get into this. There's a bunch of things. The Von Miller thing is incredibly disturbing, right? And, you know, it's interesting. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what happened, and I'm sure a lot of the details will will come out. I will say that Von Miller, because he's been such a great player and because he's uh, he's usually seen as very good with the media, we glossed over the steroid stuff when he was with the Broncos, and this one we can't gloss over. And I guess the only takeaway is we just we don't really know about anybody. Right? You don't really know about anybody. In addition to not really knowing what happened and trying to be fair, you also just don't know about guys based upon whatever their your your image of them is, right? So um <clears throat> let's instead start with something that has gone viral and it's it's a really good discussion. And I'd like to bring in Dan Byer, I'd like to bring in Jason Stewart, I'd like to bring in Iowa Sam as well and, and figure out what your opinion is. Deion Sanders has won the Sports Person of the Year Award. Okay. Uh Sports Person of the Year Award. And my first thing is, um, look, he made Colorado football a thing. Now, if we're honest, it was really only a thing for about a month and a half. But the fervor, it was it was the Macarena, right? Everybody was doing the Macarena. And then you just couldn't get the Macarena out of your head, right? Hey, Macarena, right? Like you just, you you just sit there and can't get it out of your head. But for a short period of time, the Macarena was a big thing. Right said Fred 
was a thing for a short period of time. Now, you might say, hey, right said Fred, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Like, that did not win Song of the Year. Why should Deion Sanders win Sports Person of the Year? Now, I would agree with you on some level that uh, there wasn't enough substance winning four games after the previous team won one, considering Northwestern had a coach most people can't name that won seven games after their coach was fired right before the season, and they won one last year. That's fair. There are better sports stories out there. There are more accomplished. Max Van Strappen, is that his name, right? F1, he dominated F1, and people say, well, he brought F1 to... Uh, to popularity. It could be Andy Reid, who, you know, wins another Super Bowl, figures it out, right? He has become, maybe surpassed Belichick as the greatest coach of this generation. Like, we can have these arguments. Right? You could go to, why can't Nikola Jokic, right? Who, he did the, the MVP thing, which became, I like Kendrick Perkins, made it about race, more than about who's the best player in the league is. And all they did was march through the NBA playoffs and win an NBA championship, the first one for the Denver Nuggets. Like, we could kind of go through. There's some better sports stories out there. There's some more accomplished people. But I would actually defend this in that, look, this award a long time ago stopped being about who the best athlete was. It's, first of all, it's subjective. And second of all, it's an, it, Sports Illustrated has been trying to get more people's attention for years. Do they even have the magazine anymore? Does that exist anymore? And, and we'll be honest, when it jumped the shark, okay, when it jumped the shark, I don't know, 10 years ago, was when they started having regional covers of Sports Illustrated. Because when we were kids, and this does sound like old man, when I was a kid, when we were kids, being on the cover of Sports Illustrated was in many ways akin to and maybe better than winning a gold medal. That That's the only thing, right? Like it was the ultimate accomplishment. And in their effort to sell more magazines, somehow somebody was like, you know, if we do regional magazines, we'll sell more in each region because they'll be region specific. Sounded like a good idea until you realize, like, this is dumb. It totally takes away from, becomes a sort of participation trophy. And look, Sports Illustrated is, you know, it's owned by different people. It's now more digital. How do you have a digital magazine? Does anybody actually read it? They had the scandal earlier this week where they were, apparently they had some, uh, they had, you know, they had artificial intelligence. That was who's writing these articles, all that, all that stuff, right? Um. But Sports Illustrated lost me a long time ago. I will tell you, though, that Deion Sanders, he brought attention back to college football, like, which we hadn't seen before. You know, that's what he did. He brought attention back to college football, the likes which we had not seen before. And the volume of people who were watching late-night Colorado games against Colorado State, literally everybody who was a fan of sports and some who weren't were watching college football. Now, I don't know if it's worthy of Sports Person of the Year, but it definitely changed the sports landscape and the viewing calendar of all of us for at least a month. So I'm okay with it, but I'm okay with it because the Sports Illustrated thing, it jumped the shark a long time ago. Dan Beyer, I give to you, we're about the same generation. Have some thoughts that are same, some that are dissimilar. What do you think? Yeah, I think that they're in the business of selling magazines. As a college football fan, I uh, didn't mind the attention that was brought. And and I would say this, that I do even think it was a little bit longer than just even their start of the season, because it was one of the topics, if not the topic, in the offseason in being brought up about 
how good is Colorado going to be? Even the controversial statements, if you will, on what he did with the previous regime or their players in there, that was a part of the conversation. And you may not have liked that, but it got us talking and kept us talking. Uh, In the end, I, I do think that Sports Illustrated is in the popularity contest, and I think that we've seen that from time to time in in the giving of this award. If there's any sort of close matchup, Doug, uh, you know, tie goes to the most popular person, and that's what I think ended up here. And it may not even be a tie; it just may go to the most popular person, and that's what I think happened in this case. What do you think, Jay Stoop? Yeah, I think uh, both of you guys make good points. Could I throw this part in there that, like, um, is sportsmanship still still a word or is that too gender specific? Sportsmanship. When I think about, like, sports person of the year, I, th- I think that doesn't that person need to have the qualities that personify sportsmanship? And it, as a coach, maybe this story is neat that he turned around a program this quickly and he did it with, you know, it was colorfully done, but I had so many issues with what he coached or what he didn't coach with his players and how his players acted and how they were poor in even in, in winning and even worse in defeat. Um, I don't think that he personifies what good sportsmanship is. I think I, so. If if I'm going to be literal with the the identification of a sports person of the year, I always thought that they tried to have to live to a. A, a, a better standard. I'm not saying that Deion Sanders is a bad guy. I'm just saying that we saw a lot of things that just kind of made you cringe with the way this team went about it this year. So I think that's probably my biggest issue with this. Oh, I would agree with that. Um, I like we're actually lockstep in it, and and it's it's interesting because so many of the things that Dion says, um, I completely agree with it about doing things the right way and about and and he's right their their team the overall talent is going to get better if you're and I think the league he's going to next year um I love the Big 12 but you take Texas and Oklahoma out of the Big 12 in football and you're not going to have the same level of of talent and this was a great year for the Pac-12 he's going to be playing against uh lesser competition and he's probably going to have more talent on on his roster but it's so I like I agree with a lot of the things that he said and the realities to it, you know. And he talks about the right things and about coming to Colorado not not to make money but to get an education to play good football and have have a great time. And oh yeah, by the way, if you become an NFL player, that's great. the The problem is in the execution of it is you can you know the way in which his sons acted, frankly, is not okay. Like they're a reflection of what's being coached, and I you know. That's, I think, most everybody's takeaway. And the firing of Sean Lewis or demoting of Sean Lewis midseason when the offense was the only thing you had going for you. I mean, that, that part is, is crazy. So I'm, I'm with you. But I don't actually think that's what the award is about. And maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm, I'm more with Dan in that this is about a popularity contest. He was, I don't want to say a one-hit wonder, but here's a Hall of Fame player that made us pay attention to a school that most of us – most people had not paid attention to in a long, long time and made college foot. Honestly, I really think I said he saved college football. I don't know if I want to go that far, but he definitely really helped college football and energize it to a, to a different fan base and brought back people who hadn't watched in the past or brought back people who were NFL people. 
and not all of it is perfect, but um, I, I do see some of the positives. Is it worthy of sports person of the year? And and you're right, Jay Stu. There's a sportsmanship sort of element to it. I don't think that's ever probably calculated in this. All right, so Jay Stu, let me just off the top of your head, give me something that you would give the award to. Well, I mean, you mentioned it, and I mean, can I just can I interject? Go yeah, ahead. Of course. I I did want to do this in game time. I did want to draft our names, or our, our, because I do think that there are a bunch of names that when we think of if who we are, not that I want to ruin it, but this calendar. I wanted year. to do it in thirty minutes. If yeah, that's let's okay. do it. That's a good. Okay. Tease. I do want to say something though to the to the point about the sportsmanship thing because I think there's two things. Number one. There are a lot of bad sports in college football. You know, like, I mean, we get irate when people plant a flag at midfield. Yeah. We may not like Shador Sanders, but uh, like flashing the Roley to the Arizona State fans. But, you know, in my mind, that's pretty minor for, you know, it's, it is what it is. The thing with this award, though, is that it fits. They use the sportsmanship or they use the good story. Only to their advantage. Right. And so, like in 2020, obviously a COVID year, there were a lot of, you know, uh, COVID and social, you know, justice nominees for that award. Looking back as well, there's certain things that are, are pointed out. In 2017, when the Astros won the World Series, Jose Altuve got it, but he shared it with J.J. Watt because of what J.J. Watt did for Houston in the Hurricane Harvey sort of uh you know relief fund and raising you know almost 40 million dollars for that so they'll use it to their advantage in naming it but they'll turn the blind eye to the point of if you think that there was um some bad sportsmanship so i do think that's but like wearing a buzzer on your chest when you, <laughs> you know, he did not he did jose altuve has not won it since 2017 but you know they'll they'll use the thing for it to like aid their case. But you know I guess in, in Jason's defense they'll just turn a blind eye to it um, if you know they have other ulterior motives. All right, this is an open discussion and it's a really good one. Feel free to to jump in at Gottlieb Show on Twitter or on IG. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I want to know if you guys believe this at all. This is So the, the Niners are favored in Philadelphia this weekend. Here's Kyle Shanahan discussing it with the media. Bother you at all that you guys are the favorites going into this game? They're the home team. They, they've lost one game, but you're the favorites. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works, so um, I don't really know why. But it is random. Well, I mean, it's not that random. And the Niners for the last, you know, 10 months, I mean, Bayer, you can attest to this. For the last 10 months, they've told everybody on a podcast, in person, whatever, that last year, had they been healthy at quarterback, they win the game. So you walk around telling people you're the best, you're better than them, Vegas agrees with you, and then you're like, I don't know how that works. Okay. Funny how Let's that get, works, yeah. yeah funny, funny how that works, right? Hey, Vegas agrees with you that you're better than the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know how that all works. It's favorite stuff. Favorite stuff. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We uh, interrupt uh, the quarterbacks joining the portal, right? Like, it's funny you brought up DJ Ungalele, right? Uh, MJ Morris, NC State's quarterback entering the portal. Like, you just kind of go through, like, man, everybody, always quarterbacks in the portal. Josh Lucas not in the portal. He's the former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb show. Um, Drake May and Caleb Williams, how much have you watched of the two of them? A lot of tape, uh, both those guys, um, both worthy of being the first pick in the draft. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I've, I've studied both of them quite a bit. Okay. Um, let's just start. If you were drafting, if you were back with the bears and you have the number one overall pick from the Panthers without having met with them, without doing a, a deeper dive first blush, who do you take? Caleb Williams, the, the unique playmaking ability um, which translates very well to um, the NFL and, and what's playing very well in the NFL um, at the moment separates him in my opinion from Drake May you know his ability to create offense um, his instinctive um, not only throwing the ball but his ability with his legs um, he's got exceptional poise in the pocket feel um, ability to change arm angles, funny body throws, layer the ball. You know, he's not all one speed. It's not all high velocity. Um, throws the ball to all three levels really well. I just think his, his, even though it's been uneven, he's got the worst case of hero syndrome I've seen in a long time. He tries to hit a grand slam on every play. That's going to have to be coached out of him. But what he can do with the football, uh, you know, with his arm and his legs, to me, his skill set is just so unique. And that's what separates him from Drake May and and the rest of the quarterbacks in the class. Okay. How how big a drop-off is there between him and Drake May? I don't think it's a a substantial drop-off. I'd be willing um, to bet that there'll be some teams that prefer Drake May. So I do think it's, you know, close. Drake May, this this is a compliment. Don't take this as a, a negative. He's a more mobile, more physically talented version of Jared Goff coming out. 
they both throw the ball down the field very well. Obviously, another trait that plays really well um, in the league. He's he's for a six four six five guy. He's he is mobile and talented. He showed in the Duke game he can produce off script, create offense on his own. I didn't see that consistently throughout the course of the season. And and to me, that's the biggest difference between the two players, um, and that's what separates them. But it's not a wide, wide margin. I think both those guys, as I said initially, are, are deserving of being the first pick in the draft. Um, okay. Um, when I, I guess when you when you say both of them are deserving, like I'm the Bears, I have Josh Fields. Okay. Um, and and mo- I mean, I'm Justin Fields. Sorry, Josh. I, I'm Justin Fields. Most people were like, "Dude, you got to move on, restart the clock." Like, what? What's the? If if you're in that room, what do you tell the powers that be in terms of the value of staying with Justin as opposed to the powers of going to Caleb? Yeah, gr- obviously, the question that Ryan Poles is going to have to answer. My personal opinion because I do like the roster that they're assembling in Chicago. Some of these young players are starting to play really well. They're already good up front on the offensive line. They have pieces on that defense. If you take a quarterback with the first pick, you're still going to have what looks like to be another top 10 pick. They have, you know, you'd have the ability to move on from Justin, which would bring another, you know, relatively high pick. Let's just say it's a second round pick and they have cash available so you're going to get a rookie quarterback that's going to be surrounded by a solid roster in my opinion already and that is a recipe for success because that'll help prop him up early on when he goes through his growing pains and Doug the other thing is you get a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract for the first three to four years which is huge in terms of continuing to add to the roster and build around them. It's their own guy. Justin's not their guy. Um, that's the way I would go right now. Now, there's gonna, obviously, Justin has shown enough. You know, it's almost two steps forward, three steps back with Justin every week. It's just he, he keeps you hanging. He shows you just enough. And the question is, is he worth paying? And can we build a roster good enough, you know, if you're looking at, you know, can you build a roster like Philly or San Francisco that is so talented that it'll prop the quarterback up, you know, even above his level of play? Um, my gut, and uh, and if I was advising, you know, I think I would start with fresh, with their, uh, you know, a new quarterback who's going to be on this rookie deal for three or four years, um, and and continue to stack the roster around them. Um, okay. Um... What? Why'd you guys miss on Mitch? What was it about Mitch that, in hindsight, I'm talking about Mitchell Trubisky, in hindsight you should have seen? The uh, ability to process post-snap um, was ultimately, you know, his biggest struggle with us for the for the four years that he was in Chicago. Um, not as easy to see on the tape in college simplified offenses, simplified defensive schemes you're going against week in and week out. Um, he played on a really talented team, only one year of, of starting experience in college. Um, at the end of the day, 
that was his biggest issue that kept him from being a win-with starting quarterback in the NFL, the ability to process post-snap when the bullets are flying. And and so how do you how do you find that? Like if you guys spent wow. all that time researching and that was, you know, Deshaun Watson, that was Pat Mahomes, how, how do you again, if you could do it again, is there a way to determine what a guy looks like post snap? Yeah, it's great. It's 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 fluid intelligence versus static intelligence. Tests have come out um, you know, I'd say starting around 2016, 17, um, every team in the NFL is looking for this, um, you know, this fluid intelligence score, their ability to, to handle a lot of volume, a lot of information, and process while the bullets are flying. Um, so there have been some tests that have come out that have helped. They're not 100% accurate. Um, uh, and, and honestly, I think probably the biggest reason there's so many busts in the first round, guys that don't pan out, um, is their inability to process high volumes of information under pressure. And it's a very hard thing to measure coming from the college game to the pro game because of um, the differences, obviously, in the complexity of, of, of the college game versus the pro game. So it's, it's something that I think teams have gotten better at. Uh, as far as evaluation, because of these tools, um, you know, you hear a lot about the S2 test. That is that that's what that measures. Um, and so I think teams are constantly trying to find ways to figure out this this criteria um, as far as college quarterbacks go, projecting them to the NFL. Um, but it's not an exact science and, and, and teams continue to miss on this part of the evaluation. Josh Lucas joining us, former director, director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let me get to Eagles versus the Niners. Eagles keep surviving, right, really surviving these close games, regardless of, the, of their opposition. Of course, the Niners, when healthy, have been a dominant team. When not healthy, not been so dominant. Let me start with the Eagles. How are they actually playing when you watch the tape? Yeah, great question. So, you know, they they lost the you know the sloppy game to New York to the Jets and I think at that point people were saying this isn't the same Eagles team you know despite the record they haven't played anyone since that game they've five and zero with wins over Miami Dallas Kansas City and Buffalo and they, a lot of these have been dramatic when you watch the tape offensively. They are extremely hard to stop because of the balance. It all starts up front. They're, they've gotten healthy up front. They got all their starters. When Lane comes back, obviously he misses pass game. Um, their ability to run the ball, control the line of scrimmage, their ability to pass protect is as good as any team in this league. It's allowed for Jalen Hurts to develop. He has tremendous trust in the protection. And he has really developed into a high-end quarterback who can play on time and play off script and create plays. When I watch their offense, Doug, I feel when they're going, unless you get a sack or they commit a penalty that puts them way behind the sticks, with their balance and the quarterback's ability to play on script and create offense and their ability to convert over 95% of the time when it's third and short or fourth and short with their little tush-push, they're, they're hard to get off the field. It's almost like you need them to self-destruct. And if, if Jalen does make a mistake, you have to 
convert and capitalize on the mistake and turn it into an interception. They are extremely powerful on offense, and you combine that with they have this, what they've shown the past few weeks, they have this winning gene. They, they know how to win games. They're tested. Um, it looks different than last year. Last year they started fast both offensively and defensively. This year it doesn't look the same, but at the end of the, end of the day, the results are what they are. And on the other side of the ball, their ability to pressure in the middle with those defensive tackle rotation they have, I think sets them apart from most other defenses in this league. And it's all about the pressure with them. They don't put a ton of resources on their back seven in their roster. They have some good players back there, but it's all about the front, stop the run, generate pressure with four, um, and that's what you see on tape. And they're as good as anyone in the league because of the talent they've assembled. Um, and obviously they coach really well as well. Uh, same question about the Niners. You know, since they've gotten Trent Williams back, since they've gotten fully healthy, they are flexing their muscles. Now they lost, the, the, you know, they lost their starting safety for the year. Give me your sense of the Niners now. They look on tape. Yeah. So the first half of the game versus Seattle on Thursday night, I thought was as impressive complimentary football as I've seen against a really good team in a hard place to play. They controlled the ball. They were balanced on offense. Defensively, they 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 can do everything because of the front and their, their front sevens as good as anyone. Um, especially with the addition of Chase Young, they put a ton of pressure on the quarterback. They turn you over, um, and obviously they have one of the better punters in the league. So they're they're as complete a team as anyone. It's 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 fun to watch when they are ahead on offense because of how off balance they can keep the defense. With 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 the play caller they have, and then the perimeter talent they have, um, and the versatility they have with their players, the interchangeableness between um, Debo and Christian McCaffrey um, makes them extremely dynamic. Those two teams on a neutral field, I would love to see it because I, I think there's a gap between the rest of the league right now. Yeah, those two teams and everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I tend to. And you know, you, you know who I think is kind of creeping up there that that has been really impressive on tape is Dallas. Yeah, but it, but everyone's in the same space, right? Where you're sitting there going like, "Yeah, but show me against one of the better teams." And 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 I can't deny that because obviously what they did when they went to San Francisco, the tape shows that they were Philly's equal when they played in Philly two to three weeks ago. Dak had several chances to win that game in the fourth quarter, um, and that's what's going to come down to. Can he make that play? Because when you talk, just talk about the recipe, they're really built, they're built well up front. They're balanced. They can throw the ball vertically. And on defense, same thing as San Francisco. They pressure as good as anyone, and they turn you over. So, like, the recipe for success is very similar to, to what San Francisco and Philadelphia are doing. And, and you just talk about who are the next two teams to me on film on both sides of the ball that really jump out. It would be Dallas and Baltimore. Awesome stuff. Josh Lucas, former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears joins us every week here on the Doug Gottlieb show and we're obviously getting you ready for that Niners Eagles showdown Josh you're the best man thanks so much for joining us thanks Doug all right coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb show we're live at the Tyrac.com studios who would you choose as sports person of the year we'll make our choices next be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Um, uh, Ryan Smith, any bi- are, there, are there big Christmas movies coming out? Like, I, I saw the new, um, which is a prequel, uh, Hunger Games. And, of course, we had Oppenheimer that was out. And, by the way, if you went in to watch Oppenheimer when it came out, you're probably still watching that movie. Do we do we know of big big Christmas movies coming out? Uh, no idea. I think it's kind of light. There was a Thanksgiving horror movie called Thanksgiving that I have not seen that I would love to see because it looks hilarious. But other than that, I don't know. I thought Friday Night at Freddy's was the was the big horror movie that was out. Is Friday Night at Freddy's is that a horror movie? Or is that fun? Is that funny? I think it's a horror movie. I was in the impression. The Thanksgiving horror movie had a great catch line. I don't know if it's any good, but the catch, the, uh, what do you call it? That bottom line phrase at the bottom of the poster is, there will be no leftovers. Uh, mm, mm. By the way, Barbie is the number one box office draw in 2023. Jay Stu, you want to take a shot at, at how much it's made? Oh, I have no idea. I don't even know what what's a big number nowadays. A billion is it? Is that too much? Billions too much. Billions too much. You know, usually like two hundred million is when it's a when it's a gigantic hit, and upwards of there. Um, and there's there's uh, let's see here. I'm looking at how many movies are over two hundred million. There are eight movies of over two hundred million from this year alone. Eight. 
So, you want, you want to take a shot? Any sort of thing? $636 million. Wow. That's crazy. And she just turned down the sequel. And I've heard, I've, I've heard while, I've heard everyone I know say, like, yeah, it was very good. <laughs> and yet, like, word of mouth did not destroy that movie. That's crazy. Let's get to, let's get to game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, what do you got there, Dan Byer? Doug, the game today is... I feel a draft. And today we are drafting candidates that we believe would be worthy of the Sports Person of the Year honor that SI handed out to Colorado head football coach Deion Sanders. The draft order is this. Jason Stewart will be picking first. I will pick second. Ryan third. And then, Doug, you have the swing picks at four and five. And then we'll reverse that order in the second round. Jason Stewart, you're on the clock at number one. Quick shout out to Ryan Smith for doing his tribute to Ryan uh, John Ramos adjusting his mic on the air. That's that's to you, John. Um, Nikola Jokic, uh, the nickname the Joker. Not only does does he win the NBA title, not only did he, he put up with all that MVP nonsense, but he just does it the right way. I like a guy that does things without putting it in your face. You know, he just goes back home and does his horses. I, I like that. Nikola Jokic. I think that's a really good pick at number one. I'm going to go at number two, Leo Messi. And Ooh, good one. The reason is twofold. Good. Number good one, pick. not only is it what he did to the MLS and in Inter Miami, but if you guys remember, the, he won the World Cup with Argentina December 18th of last year. So last year's Sports Person of the Year was already given, was already handed out to uh, I believe Steph Curry won it. So Messi should have the carryover of winning the World Cup and then what he did for uh, the MLS. So I'm going Leo Messi at number two. Ryan, you're up at number three. I'm going to go with the man who broke the internet on Monday. He's the voice of the voiceless. He's back in the WWE. Yes, CM Punk. How about that? I don't get that one. What? What? I, I know nothing about I don't, wrestling. I, what, I, um, what's yeah, the big deal? Yeah, you're gonna have though? to like help help me with that. Well, one. he used to be. Yeah. he used to you're wrestle. Have to, like, defend your pick. Okay. Well, he's 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 a former world champion. Yeah, they don't really wrestle. They don't really wrestle. It's not really a sport. It's <laughs> not even called <laughs> oh, wrestling. It's, oh, you mean it's, it's fake? Hey, Doug. It's fake. Hey, Doug. What was yes. the last movie you saw or TV show you saw? Take what, what that. Are you talking about? It's not a movie. Just, We're talking no, about no, just answer the question. When was the last TV show or movie you saw? It's real simple. The last movie I saw, I uh. just saw the new Hunger Games. Why? It's fake. Why did you watch it? It's not real. That's my pick. It's He's a world champion. He's a wrestler. Uh, if you look it up, okay, he broke the internet on Monday. Okay? Barbie did finish second broke to Dion. The, uh, the internet's in the, uh, still my internet's still working. My internet is still. Uh, Ryan is uh, uh, Dan. Check yours. Is your internet still working? <laughs> it's a Much. weak argument. It's fake. Okay, whatever. It's predetermined. If you want to go that route, but Here's, everything you watch, I can say the same thing too. Here's my question. No, you that. actually can't. Well, I just did. What wasn't like one of the reasons why it's so shocking is because he's been gone 
for so long? Yes, he was gone for about seven to eight back. years. He went to AEW, he got fired, and they thought he would never come back to the WWE. And he came back and it blew up the internet. So yeah, for, that's because Nick Khan is running the things a genius. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. I mean, you know. Oh, name dropper. Guys come back. Pick up that name. Man, Ryan the CEO of WWE. They can make him money. It has nothing to do with sports, but okay. This guy's got an edge. Oh, yeah, it is. Day, it does. He's it got does. an edge. He's angry. Ryan Smith is angry. I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Don't ask him about the last Star Wars movie. We just <laughs> we just have to move on from that. That's, got about a minute and a half. Way. Go. That's that's the only way. Um, okay, so I get to I get to pick, right? Yep. Sports versus the you year. Got two picks. Dion's. I'm just kidding. See, I had you guys for a second there, right? I did. I, I really did. Um, <clears throat> you guys basically took my pick. You know? CM Punk. That's CM Punk? <laughs> yeah. I have, an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Kirby Smart. What? Kirby Smart. Why don't we carry this over? No, mine's Kirby Smart. Ooh, Kirby Smart. Okay. He hasn't lost a football game in a couple of years. He's a head coach at Georgia. Like, Georgia was always good under Mark Rick forever, but never able to. And, I mean, in the SEC, they haven't lost a game in over two seasons. That's insane. Right? I mean, even as Dan Byer pointed out, the last time they lost was to Alabama, and they turn around and win the national championship that year. That's my pick. All right. Well, that's gonna. It's only gonna be a one round draft. Okay. I don't know if we all had second round picks, but maybe we can do them at the top because we can. We can do it. At the yeah, top. Why I not? think there's another Let's name that over. we're missing. I like that this topic. Very important. Because it goes against everything that S this that we think that SI was doing. Mm, I love that one. I, I have a couple. I actually have several, several more picks I'd like to, like to get to. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. All right, I'll give you another choice or two for my sports person of the year. Plus, Eric Mangini joins us next hour on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.